Blog Talk Radio. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. The sports analyst that covers it all brings it all every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Sometimes they go into overtime. You don't want to miss these two former college football athletes, the Houdat and Niner Gang, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Bang Bang Niner Gang. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It is Wednesday, 7 p.m. So that means you are tuning to Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, we got a good one dialed up for you today. Uh, we have, uh, we're going to talk uh, the NBA Finals. Uh, we're going to recap games one and two. I'll preview tonight's game, game three. Uh, also want to talk uh, want to talk to Monty Williams as well. Monty Williams has been hired by the uh, Detroit Pistons. Uh, Frank Vogel has been hired by the uh, uh, by the Phoenix Suns. Speaking of the Phoenix Suns, they've just released or just waived uh, Chris Paul. So that's um, actually some breaking news there, ladies and gentlemen. So we're definitely going to dive into the, uh, dive into that for sure, and I, I want to give uh, uh, I want to you know, get uh, E Scott's thoughts and opinions on, on everything, and plus, um, of course, our uh, segments. We got our one ticket segment. We got our K Walk and E Scott cares when no one else cares segment. That's a new segment that uh, seems to be very popular right now, and of course, E Scott's entertainment segment at the end of the show. So with that being said, let's bring in Mr. E Scott. Mr. E Scott, how you doing this evening, my brother? Hey, man, we rocking the road with so much soul. We're going to rock till we're 101 years old. I don't mean to brag. I don't mean to boast. But we like hot butter on our breakfast toast. What up, K-Walk? All is well, man. All is well. Ladies and gentlemen, you never know how he's going to slide in. You know he's going to slide in, but you just don't know how he's going to slide in. Some good stuff there, brother. <laughs> and also, I failed to mention that we're going to have our guest, uh, Mr. Lyndon Carter, uh, joining us uh, at the uh, at the 7:30 mark, going to talk the uh, Capital Casino. Um, that's a big uh, big event that's coming up. E Scott, we'll talk more about that for sure. And um, E Scott, man, we got we got some good stuff here, man. And we're gonna we're gonna talk a, a little bit. I want to get your thoughts and opinion as well on some on there's some max deals out there, uh, E that um, that some guys are eligible for. We kind of touched on it a couple of weeks ago, but I want to get your thoughts and opinions on those. Who's the most deserving of the Supermax? Uh, and also, you know, see if we, if we have time, we're going to touch on the Chris Paul situation, uh, what that means there, and also John Morant as well, because Adam Silver has come out and said that they're going to hold off on the decision of John Morant until after the NBA Finals. So, And he also stated that, uh, excuse me, uh, he also stated that it's going to be based on NBA values, uh, not the legal situation or legal aspects of it. So uh, we got, again, ladies and gentlemen, to use my uh, co-host's term, we got a plethora uh, on the table for you. So with that being said, let's dive right into it, E. Uh, we got the Heat, uh, we got the Heat Nuggets match. I want to talk about game one. Obviously, we, we weren't on since uh, since the, the NBA Finals have started. But E, the, uh, the, the Nuggets uh, won by 11. Um, the Heat were off that game, man. They they missed some open shots in that game, and um, a lot of people said that it was uh, it was a dominant performance by the uh, by the Nuggets. Um, 
me as a Heat fan, I'm going to throw a lot of bias into into my uh, analyst and my responses, my predictions and recaps, ladies and gentlemen, so keep that in mind. But um, for you, E, give me your thoughts and opinions on, on, on game one. How did, um, you know, what did you think that the, uh, the Nuggets did as opposed to what the, uh, the Heat didn't do or vice versa? You know, just give me your thoughts and opinions on, on that game. Now, I'm really glad that we've gotten to see both games one and two before we were back on because games it's a tell of two cities. They were two completely different basketball games because after I watched game one, I was like, oh, yeah, Denver's going to sweep this thing. It's over. But then Spo, being the genius that he is, made the necessary adjustments, and we'll get to those adjustments game two in a second. But mm-hmm. then I, I came away from game two saying Miami can win this thing. What mm-hmm. Miami has to do, they got to make shots. They didn't make a lot of shots in game one, and they also only went to the free throw line two times. You're not gonna, right. you're not gonna be. You're not gonna beat the worst team out there. Who's the worst team in the league? I don't even know off the top of my head. Maybe the Magic. You're not going to beat the Magic if you yeah. only go to the free throw line two times. I mean, that that's just terrible. Um, mm-hmm. I think I don't want to blame it on the refs. Well, I can't because I'm not going to get fined. <laughs> I blame the refs, man. A lot of calls, I mean, just, it's just a lot of missed calls. And I'm not saying it was biased. It, it went both ways. But, I mean, there's no possible way. You can go to your referee meeting after the game and be like, "We only called, we only sent Miami to the line twice." That you know you missed something, but I mean mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. But I, I do think that you know Spo made the necessary adjustments. That game one wasn't Miami basketball, and then you know Skip Bayless. I don't even want to say his name. He comes out with some reporting that he should not have come out with, but it kind of explains you know some of what's going on with Jimmy Butler. Um, mm-hmm. it's just, but but they really did bounce back. But before we get to game two, yeah, I wanted to see your analogy of game one. Dilution? Yeah, my bad. My bad. Oh. I just went on mute there. Yeah, no, no, I I agree with you there. Especially, um, I want to start with the uh, with the refs, man. With, with the refs, was kind of my uh, my my issue there is you know when you only go to the you only go to the free throw line twice in an NBA game. And uh, the, the person who went to the free throw line was it like the eighth man, ninth man off the bench. And we're talking about Haywood, Haywood Highsmith comes in, and he's the only one that, that, that shot free throws that game. Well, can you, can, you say, can you put it on the heat as well? They didn't go to the basket, you know, uh, aggressively enough. Yes, you can say that. But you could also put it on the rest. Listen, I'm taking that bias out of this right now, ladies and gentlemen. Looking at it from, you know, just looking at it from a, a basketball fan standpoint and just an analyst of the game, you know, Miami won, Miami no. Miami was not aggressive enough. But there were some calls that should have gotten the, uh, the Miami Heat uh, to the free throws. And, again, by no stretch of imagination, ladies and gentlemen, am I making any excuses for the Miami Heat in that loss? They had their opportunities. They had open shots, as you mentioned, E, and they just did not knock them down. We're talking about Max Cruz has zero points. We had Caleb Martin, who got – I don't think he scored. If he did, he had three, I think he did. Uh, um, you know, Duncan Robinson didn't have any points. Um, so if you look at it from that standpoint, it, and, and the whole thing about it is what I took out of that, E, is like, you know what, 
Denver really got out of that one, man. They really, I, I really think that they got off the hook with that one because of the fact that the matter is they only won by 11, and Miami was still – they were making a run at the end of the game, you know, to make it interesting. You know, obviously the Nuggets, you know, pulled away because Miami, again, Miami weren't, wasn't hitting their shots. Bam out of body was the only one, you know, who was doing his thing in, in that game. As far as, to, again, going back to the refs, man, I just think that – um, you know, like Bam said after the game, you know, listen, you know, we uh, we, we we understand how it is. I'm not, I'm you know, I'm not going to stay here and get fined. He wanted to answer the question, and he asked the guy that asked that that asked him the question. He said, "Listen, if I ask this question, are you going, to, you know, if I, um, so if I tell you how I feel, are you going to pay the fine?" <laughs> he said, "No." <laughs> he said, "So, so he kept it professional. He's like, listen, you know, we're not going to put it on them. You know, that's for you guys to do. You know, for you guys to do, or you, you guys to break down, or what have you." And then after. After, you know, after they were done, after uh, Bam was about to leave the podium, he said, how come this guy is not going to get fired for asking that question? Because he's obviously he's seen the same thing that the, the, the Heat saw. So, um, nonetheless, um, I thought that um, Joker was the Joker, man. Joker was the Joker in that game. He facilitated. He, uh, you know, you know, he did what he did. Man. He did what he did. He, he averaged the triple, he, he triple double. He wakes up in the morning and you just put him in the box for a triple double, man. And that's the first game. I, I think the and you and you mentioned it. Um, we're gonna, you know, it's just a segue right to the second game. Eric Spolstra made adjustments. You know, they were ready to go after that second game. I really thought that they let that one. That they felt like they let that game go, meaning that the Heat, they let that game go. So with that being said, E, give me your thoughts and opinions on this on game two. <clears throat> okay, game two. <clears throat> so Kevin Love didn't play in game six, didn't play in game seven, didn't play in game one. Spo had the foresight to start Kevin Love, who was a difference maker in the game. So I'm, I'm praising Foster. I'm praising Foster. I'm like, okay, he made it. Tell me this. I look over at the score table, who's coming in, Cody Zeller. Now, because for the life of me, I don't understand the elements. I just, I, I, I don't get it. I put UD out there. UD can give me a good ninety seconds. Them ninety seconds that Cody Zeller give me, I can get them from UD. But anyway, I just thought so. So Spo put starts love, and this looks like that. Now I know he took issue when Ramona Shelburne asked him this, but Spo, hey, come on, dog, come on, just admit it. They decided to make Joker a score and not let him facilitate. They kept a body mm-hmm. on him. And so he wasn't able to assist like he normally does because of the zone, the, the zone defense that he threw at him. Now, granted, he did get 41 points, but it's almost like mm-hmm. Spoh said, we can live with that. If he can get 41 and we can stop Murray and those other guys, we can win yeah. this basketball game, and they did. And then I looked up, at one point, I see the hired assassin, because that's what he is, Duncan Robinson, <laughs> fake a three, put the ball on the floor, and go to the cut. I said, wait a minute. And I, I thought I had fallen asleep. And you know, I like, you know, you watching something, you fall asleep, and you dreaming, but it ain't really happening. I started mm-hmm. thinking myself, no, I was awake. Duncan Robinson out here going to the cut. Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy, you know, doing Jimmy things. He didn't have a great game, but he didn't have a bad game. Bam, doing mm-hmm. Bam things. Gabe Vincent. Hey, man, where where did this dude come from? I mean, he looked like yep. he should be out there playing at the Rucker. I mean, you know, he, <laughs> he, he's the guy that shows up on the court with a do-rag, Tim's, jeans, and a white feeder. 
if you ever play a pick up K walk and that dude show up, pick him. He can ball. If he got jeans, some Kim, a white shirt, and a do rag, oh yeah, that's Gabe Vincent. He gonna ball out of his mind. So Spo made the adjustments. They put Kevin Love out there. They made um, the Joker a facilitator, and that just uh, I can't explain the elements. But yeah, that mm-hmm. that I looked at that game and I was like, okay. Miami can win this. If I win this, not just that game, I mean win it all. But here's the thing. Michael, because I heard he don't like to be called Mike, Michael Malone is going to make adjustments as well. He's not going to be right. like your boy up in Boston who just refused to call timeouts because he said timeouts carry over to the next game. So I think tonight is a pivotal game. Yeah. I won't go so far as to say who wins tonight going to win the series because it's still too early, but I will say right. whoever wins game five is going to win the series. That's going to be your series okay. winner who wins game five. But I think the Heat are going to come out, play well tonight. I look forward to be a close game. But I'm, I got the Heat tonight because I, after game okay. two, I really think the Heat can win this game. Well, Okay. Hey, man, look, we got, we got a good buddy, Drew, on, man. I'm going to get to you in a minute. I'm going to open up your mic in a minute. But, yeah, let me just give my an, an, an analysis. And, we, and we, you and I know that Drew is a, is a, is a diehard Heat fan, as, as I am. <clears throat> so, yeah, so going to two game, I mean, going game two, I, I agree with you there, E. I mean, the adjustment. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, it's hindsight, and I can, anyone can say that, you know, it's money, money, uh, money, you know, it's kind of like that money morning quarterback type deal. But I actually said, I'm sitting down here watching this game with my wife, and I said, you know what we have to do? You know what Miami has to do? They have to just allow Joker and allow Murray to be them. Let them score. Just, just get, get, you know, Pope and, you know, and, and, uh, and all those other guys, you know, um, you know Aaron Gordon, and, uh, uh, you know, let them do that. I mean, uh, eliminate them. Don't let them beat you because that's where it's really a problem. But if you just allow the Joker and you allow uh, um, uh, Murray to do their thing, you know, they're, they're comfortable with doing that. But I think, you know, if you eliminate that, and I said that, you know, in game one, and I said that, well, after game one, I said that. And then during the game one, during game two, I mentioned it as well. And I'm, not, I'm it's going to sound like, you know, yeah, well, it sounds like you know what you're talking about, Kevin, because everyone said that after the fact. But I actually said that. My wife is my is my witness. But, yeah, man, I mean, I think Spolst did a great job of doing that, starting Kevin Love. You know, it's 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 funny how these some of these great coaches, um, you know, they for one second they'll they'll not play one guy for like three straight games, and then all of a sudden they're starting in the pivotal game, you know. And Kevin Love stepped up and did his thing, and then we saw Max Struess, you know, start to get loose, um, if you will. And once he saw that first shot go down, that's when I thought, okay, this is going to be a different type of game, you know. And then Duncan Robinson started to get into the flow. Gabe Gabe had 19 in the first game, you know, so he 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 did all right in the first game, and so he's he's been consistent for the most part. But when you have Caleb Martin not contributing in that first game, and you know you don't have those guys, so now you see the difference in the in this right now. So now it's all about you know. Jimmy Butler doesn't like to call them the supporting cast. He likes to call them teammates. But we as, we as uh, you know, fans or viewers, we call them supporting cast. We call them the supporting cast. And when the supporting cast don't show up, then, then it makes it harder for that particular team. And that's what we saw. We saw in the first game where Miami's supporting cast didn't show up, they lost. When, when Denver's supporting cast didn't show up in game two, they lost. Like you mentioned, E, this is a pivotal game. 
who's going to make the necessary adjustment. Now, this is a game is going to be not. This is going to be a game about in-game adjustments because we've seen what Denver wants to do. We've seen what Miami wants to do in order to win the game. Now it's all about in-game adjustments. So, and we know it's going to be about all about in-game adjustments going forward. Who can make the best in-game adjustments? You know, from from this this point forward. So. That being said, we also got Special K on as well, so uh, we'll bring you in as well, uh, K. But I want to open up uh, Drew's mic here. Uh, he's a diehard uh, Heat fan, so I want to get his thoughts and opinions on this um, because I rare, we rarely have other Heat fans come on this on this show. But Drew, thank you so much for uh, for joining the uh, the talk tonight, brother. Uh, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Well, let me clarify. I don't know if I'm a diehard Heat fan, but given, okay. who's, in, given okay. who's left in the finals, I'm a diehard Heat fan. Okay. Brother Stark, okay. how we doing? Hey, uh, look, uh, K-Walk, Brother Stark yeah. also defends Cody Zeller. That's why I wanted him to come yeah. on because yeah. he says Thank that I'm you. too hard on Cody Zeller. Yeah, you I, are. I, yeah, I, you, I, Cody Zeller is awful. I can get everything I get from Zeller, I can get from UD. He's taking no, UD. You no, no, yes, no, I you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. UD is 42 years old. UD is 42 years old. Cody Zeller throws the ball over every time he touches it. No, he doesn't. He Cody, Cody Zeller. He's averaging two points a game. He he gives <laughs> yeah. you some rebounds. He gives he spares you. I mean, he, he's only averaging seven minutes a game, so he's not playing a whole lot. I can't get that from you, but I can't get that from you, D. But no, yeah, but if you no. watch, yeah, if you watch Cody, he's actually he's pretty effective in the little time he. Did. Yeah, you you can. It's gonna gonna be magnified because it's Cody Zeller when he turns the ball over. It's gonna be like, why is he in there? But last game, Cody had four points. He had four points, and he had some crucial rebounds as well. And he actually bodies up um, uh, Jokers um, pretty well um, as well. He does a good job of that. I'm not saying he's going to stop him. No one on the planet is going to stop Joker one-on-one. We don't need any. We don't need Cody to do that. What we need Cody to do is just buy time for Bam to rest. That's and what that, we're that, 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 about. That. Go ahead, Drew. Go ahead. That, that, that is all. That, I, I agree, K. Well, that, that's all you need from him, and that he gives you. He gives you that in, in two-minute spurts, and, and, and he's tall. You know, he can, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he can rebound. He can um, redirect shots, and he's just in there for a couple of minutes and to, to, to give Bam some rest, and, and he does that well enough. I mean, for, for, for my man E to be like, what is he doing on the court? <laughs> I'm like, you know, I mean, he's not that. He's not that bad. He's not that bad. No, no, Drew, he is. He is. He he shouldn't even be on the team, let alone on the court. Like in football, you have to submit a playoff roster. Everybody don't get to go. That that basketball had a playoff roster. I don't see how he made it because like everything you just said that he gives you, I can get that from UD. I can get nah, you can't. But I UD get doesn't play that. seconds doesn't from UD. I, I can get him. Come on, nah. yeah. He's, I mean, he's okay. six eleven. He's six eleven, so he's the tallest player on the team. You can't, you know, you can't teach height. He tall for no reason though. Carl Anthony Towns is a seven footer, and he tall for no reason. He wants to shoot threes. Cody Zeller is awful. I mean, I'm I'm glad I'm happy for the Heat. I'm pulling for the Heat, but it turns my stomach when I see Cody Zeller out there. When I look up at the score table and I see him checking in, I just drop. You, my you head. say well, he's only the channel. All you need to think is he's going to be in there for two minutes, 
And uh, he, he's not going to hurt yeah. you. He's not going to hurt you. Yeah. He's not going to hurt gonna you. Help. He's not, not going to help no, you either, though. Right. Yeah, he does help, though. In this aspect, he gives rest to Bam. That's where it helps at. And he gave, he scored four points. And if we can give four points a night from Cody Zeller, I mean, I think you, I think uh, I don't have the exact number, but he, I know he gave us four points. I know he gave the Heat four points. If you give four points out of Cody Zeller, that's gravy, man. That's gravy. It really is. That I think, really I, is I think gravy. You, you don't like the way he runs up and you don't like the way yeah, he runs up like, and down the court. Or his, or his ball head, or you know, yeah. The, yeah, I think that's what it is. All, all, yeah. all of that, the face mask, whatever that is, you know, it's all saying, of that. The goggle, it, it, whatever he's wearing, yeah, it bothers me. I'm like this dude, cause I oh, okay, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, y'all are bigger heat supporters, heat supporters than I am. So if y'all cool with Cody Zeller, I'm cool over here hating, cause that's what I'm doing, I'm hating, and I, I'm not gonna come over to y'all side, but I will admit that, that's that I'm cool. Hating. That's cool. That's cool. But uh, Drew, I, I'm gonna let you uh, continue, man, on, on your thoughts on um, you know game one and two, and also um, your your thoughts about tonight's game as well. And then um, special cast here that you're holding, so uh, bear with us, brother. I bring in, but uh, take it away, Drew. Yeah, uh, I, I I thought um, I thought this was gonna be a challenging uh, or a competitive series, and uh, after game one, you know, wasn't necessarily so sure. But uh, right. uh, you cannot underestimate the power of a good coach. And Miami's got the best coach in basketball. Um, and he's going to have them ready. He's going to be able to make uh, uh, mid-game decisions that are going to uh, – that can make some change. I mean, they've gone through his own defense. I mean, who does that in NBA? But they've done it with a lot of success throughout the playoffs. I, I mean, I look at what's happening with the team right now. I mean, they're 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 one and one, so they've stolen home court, and yeah. and they've done it with Jimmy Butler averaging 17 points a game. So, right. uh, I mean, Jimmy Butler's averaging 17. They're not getting a whole lot from uh, some of the other guys that have contributed. You know, you talk, you know, Caleb Martin's averaging three here in these finals, right. and we know he can right. score. So, right. so to me, their best basketball is still ahead of them, and, I, and I'm looking to see, uh, you know, some of these guys that have been down a little bit have a big game tonight and uh, a big game uh, in uh, game four as well. So, uh, you know, we know Miami isn't historically the biggest sports town, but uh, uh, when they do that whiteout down there, uh, they mean business. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And I'm up there in this seats, and one thing that bothers me about that Miami Heat, it seems like the fans always get there a little late, which bothers me somewhat. So hopefully they're in their seats right now getting ready for the game. But, yeah, I I totally agree with you there, Drew. I mean, I I think – you know, for me, uh, what I see here is I think Denver is going to be – I think we've seen uh, Denver's identity. I don't think Denver's going to change. I think the only difference between game one and two – um, from from a defensive standpoint, from uh, I mean, uh, from uh, is uh, is that uh, that Denver uh, Denver did the same thing on defense. Let me just start there. Denver did the same thing on defense in Game One and Two. They gave Miami uh, um, wide open shots. The only difference was Game One they didn't hit them. Game Two that they did. And I don't think that I don't think Denver is going to change that. I don't think I don't believe that Denver can change that or will change that. 
um, for the most part. I think Denver believes that they're just a better team. They're better. They, you know, they, they're, they're more athletic. They're deeper, which they are on paper. And I think that's what they think they can do. I think they think they believe that they can just turn it on and off when they want to. And I don't think – and Michael, Michael Malone – Coach Michael Malone, um, he just preaches effort, man. And I just the only adjustment that I hear him talking about is effort, not about you know getting out on guys or you know you know you know closing out on on Scrooge or closing out on Duncan Robinson or closing out on on Gabe Vincent or, or what have you. Um, all I just hear him say is uh, you know it's all about effort, 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 effort. And when I hear that, I believe that he doesn't have any adjustments in him. I think he just thinks that they're a better team. I mean, you know, about you know a better team from an athletic standpoint. Or, you know, they're deeper. I I don't think he has any adjustments in this game. I, I could be wrong. You know, I could be wrong, but I doubt it. But we'll see that tonight uh, for sure. We'll see what what adjustments, what major adjustments Michael Malone um, has made um, to start the game. And then, of course, as I stated earlier in the show. I think we're going to see a lot of uh, – it's going to be all about the in-game adjustments. It's going to be all about the in-game adjustments, um, and that's what's going to make the difference in this game. Who can make the better, the more in-game adjustments and, and execute on those adjustments as well. Let me bring in on our good buddy, Mr. Special K here, man. He's been holding for a minute, been idle. Before you do that, man, I just going to say, sure. I, I got I to jump off, but uh, okay. uh, I, enjoy, I enjoyed being on with you, and uh, I you, want to come on again and let's talk. Uh, live uh, live golf and PGA golf because uh, oh, wow. that, that's yeah. fun too. All right, yeah, hey, man. Hey, Drew, yeah, come Drew, back on next Drew. week, man. For sure. Yes, sir. Hey, Drew, bring bring Cal Dog on with you, or either him or um, uh, number seven, because I, I know you guys play golf all the time, and we don't have a lot of golf expertise. But yeah, if you want to come on, bring Cal Dog and do. Mike on, and bring Mike on. <laughs> And um, we can talk some golf, and also Mike can, yeah. you know, promote the Jack LaFleur. Right now, we, you know, we need to even promote Catholic Casino, but we're going to get around yeah. to Jack LaFleur. So, bring, yeah, bring some of my sayings on, and we definitely have you on, bro. Oh, yeah, let's do that next week, you. man. Let, let, let's set uh, that you, up next week, man. Why it's still fresh, you know. Drew travels. Drew travels a lot, Kay. Okay. He, Drew, Drew might oh, okay. be in Dubai next week, but you know, whenever, whenever he, <laughs> okay. whenever he, because he, he travels to work, but whenever he's in the country, we we got right. we got a bunch of we got a bunch of golfers in the chapter, and um, Drew and those okay. guys play golf all the time. So yeah, man, you're more than welcome to come on and yeah, definitely bring sure. some of the bros on with you. Yeah, all for right, sure, man. We'll it. You, you all have a good night. All, all right, right you have a better man. one now, brother. All right, take all right. care. All right, uh, good caller there. That's Drew uh, giving us some of uh, his insight on the uh, on the NBA Finals. Um, again, my man, uh, Special Case, been idle for a minute. Apologize for that, brother. Uh, how you doing this evening? Thank you so much for calling, as always. I'm good, man. I'm good. How's everybody? Hey, what up, Kay? Kay, um, uh, well, I'm say, I sure hope you can agree with me. On this um on 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 this Cody Zeller stuff, cause they they coming for me saying I'm being too hard on Cody Zeller. Well, I mean, I, I think you're being a little hard on him, but I agree with you at the same time. You're harder to be. Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, you you did the man. Listen, if you took the court in some crucial minutes, I mean, they already play hard. I think the team will play even harder. With him on the court, you know what I mean. So I, I think it would be a big plus to put old UD out there. <laughs> you know what I mean. 
Um, so I agree so, with you. So the 90 seconds that Cody Zeller give you, you think it give you the same 90 seconds. Absolutely. I agree. Thank I agree. You. Hell, if All I was 6'9", right, I can go out there and give you the 90. <laughs> well, I, I, I knew that was coming, and that's absolutely ridiculous. But, uh, <laughs> but hey, let, let me ask you this: If he can give you the same, if he can give you the same time, the same exact minutes, so why would you bring in a, a forty-two-year-old man in there for you know for you know in in in, in lieu of uh, you know a younger guy who can give you the same? If he's gonna give you the same, why bring why bring you D in? Why bring him? One in? word. One word. Aesthetic. I don't like how Cody Zeller okay. looks. Okay, it that's true. Right. Okay. <laughs> he's okay. stupid. He's falling down. He's turning the ball over. Yeah. Hey, look. I'm, I'm, hey, I take back what I just said about Special K. Special K can give me them 90 seconds. I mean, because aesthetically, it would look a lot better. I mean, Special K going to get dominated and dunked on. But I, I just I can't do it. Man. I'm telling you, I look at the score hey, table. Hey, hey, hey. And, I'm getting dunked on. I'm from the 80s and 90s. Yeah, foul, yeah. Foul. Foul, 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 right? I, I, I look over at the score table and I'm like, oh, here comes the, oh, I'm about to turn the channel. Yeah. All right. And you know what? But I'd rather see Cody Zeller, uh, Cody Zeller in there for the, for the reasons that you said, you know, you know, because because of the, you don't like the way he looks. I don't like the way UD looks. I mean, you can ever see his hair, man. He looks like Martin in the episode that he fought Tommy Hearns in after, after the fact, you know? What? I don't want to see him that aspect either, but UD's my man. I love, I love UD, man. I love UD, but he's just not going to give you what Cody does. He's exactly where he belongs. He's a player coach. He's on the bench. He, you know, he provides that, you know, that, that hype man thing, that, that, uh, that OG style. You know, listen, when things get rough, this is how we do things. You know, he's that, that person in your ear, uh, if you will. So, yeah, he's not going to get in. Plus, you know, we got other guys out there, too, who can do this as, this as, this as, uh, just as well as Cody Zell, and that's, that's your seven. He's seven. I think he's what seven one, seven two. He doesn't play, um, so he can he can give you some uh, some minutes there as well. I don't know understand why he doesn't play, um, you know more. But e, they're they're three games away from you know. I'm not gonna say that they're winning the uh, the, the NBA finals, but they're three games away from winning the uh, the NBA finals, man. So you know why? And then UD hasn't played in any of these games, man. so why why now? So as I told you in the text, man, or I told you, I think it was on a Facebook uh, post. You know, you dance with the with the partners you bring that you brought to the dance, and that's what they're going to do, man. They're going to ride with Cody, man. But, okay. I know you but don't like we, the way he looks. Go ahead. If, if we if we look at it from that standpoint, Kevin Love didn't play in Game Six, Game Seven, or Game One, so mm-hmm. it's not supposed to start them. I mean, I ain't saying start UD because again, that would be ridiculous. I'm just saying <laughs> that the Zeller minutes. I'm not saying free Zella out altogether. Zella rotates in about twice a night. Like you said, he gives Bam a rest. Well, mm-hmm. one of those 90 seconds first, then let's give one to the other guy. It don't have to be UD. We'll put somebody else out there. Because that, that's Zella. Okay. I, just, I don't know. Because if so, I'm the other it, team, I get happy when I see him come out there. Because we going after him. That's where we attack it. And they take the ball from him every single time. He just look goofy, falling down, a hot mess. I think you exaggerate a little bit, but I can see that you know you're pointing out you're you're, you're pointing out you know his flaws, but you're not. Cody, Cody Zeller must have dumped on one of your favorite players. I know, right? 
Jesus Christ. Okay, what he do? What he do to you? What he do to you? But uh, okay, uh, just give me a give before we move on. Okay, give me your thoughts and opinions on, or give the listeners like your thoughts and opinions on tonight's game, how you see it being played out, and uh, and, and your prediction on who wins game three. Strangely, strangely, because they in Miami, you know, the Miami riding hot. I think Denver gonna beat the brakes off them tonight. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> All right. In in Miami, you know what I mean. Now, if Denver would have pulled that game too, I probably would lean more on Miami tonight. But you okay. know, with them taking that loss, because I truly believe if if Jamal hit that three, um, at the end that rimmed in, um, they go to overtime. Denver win that game because they had got their mojo back towards the end of the game. They just couldn't overcome that hole they was in. Um, but uh, to, as far as tonight goes, yeah, man, I got I got Denver winning big tonight. You know, uh, wow. with that being said, if Miami do pull it off tonight, Denver in trouble. Um, is is it still two three two, or did they go back to two two one one one? Yeah, two two one one one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think Denver went big tonight and take home court by. Yeah, man. I mean, you're with the consensus, man. And, and you know, and I'm just going to throw my, my, my Miami Heat fan hat in the ring right now, and I'm going to answer this as a fan. And, like, it's it's tough, man, you know, you know, hearing that, you know, what Miami has done up until this point. You know, it's everything that, you know, it's like it's always about what the other team didn't do as opposed to what Miami did do. You know, it's like last game it was, you know, Denver didn't do this, that's why Miami won. Denver didn't do that, that's why Miami won. You know, it, 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 and then and, and I don't understand why people are giving, are giving Miami so much disrespect because that's what it is. And I'm not, I'm not saying that Miami is going to win tonight by any stretch, but the way it sounds, it sounds like, okay, well, Denver's the best team on paper. But, hey, listen, we've seen, we've seen bigger upsets. We've seen the bigger David versus Goliath uh, situations or scenarios, if you will. Hey, Miami's standing here saying, "Listen, we're three games away. Why not us? You know, we know we could. We know we could beat them. We know how to beat them. We know if we play our game. No, they don't have a Joker. No, they don't have a Jamal Murray. But Denver doesn't have an Eric Spolster. So you know, it kind of evens out there. Because I do believe but in coaching, I, and I, I do believe. Go ahead, go ahead, Ken. I look at it like this. Uh, I look at like you know, if Denver on their game and Miami on their game, Denver's gonna win." You know, that, I'm not taking nothing away from Miami. I think Denver's just the better team um, all around. But Miami has the X factor. They got Jimmy. You know what I mean? And if, if the game is anywhere within reach and in in that fourth quarter, you know what I mean, Jimmy has a chance. You know what I mean? I, he don't quit. And I love that about Jimmy. Let me interject for a second, Kay. But here's the thing. Spo came up with a plan where in game two, they weren't going to let the Joker beat them by facilitating. They were going to let the Joker get his points. Now, I'm not saying that should be the philosophy for tonight because, like, like Kay said, Kay Walk said, Michael Malone has made some adjustments probably. But in game two, what they did was they took the ball out of everybody else's hands and made Joker score. Now, Joker went for 41 points, which is a great mm-hmm. scoring night, but Miami was still able to beat them. But I think the overall point is, is Spo is going to be able to make some adjustments that, that 
that, you know, will negate some of that from the Joker. Now, back to game one, like we said before, Miami's got to go to the free throw line more than two times. Yeah. If you only go to the free throw line two times, and like, and like um, Can't be the um, it was Slim Shady who came out there and shot the two free throws. A dude we, we never heard of, probably was up. Right. They shot the two free throws. I mean, you're not going <laughs> to win like that. You got to Miami, like you just said, okay, if Miami can make shots and Jimmy is within reach in the fourth quarter, I think Miami can win this thing. And by this thing, I mean the whole thing. And I was going, when I went into the series, I said, oh, Denver at four. I was adamant about that. But, no, game two changed my mind. Well, Denver, I mean, the game two changed my mind. Because I got Miami winning tonight. Like I told before you came on, I told K-Walk, tonight is not the deciding game. Game five is the deciding game. The winner of game five will win this series. Yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, man. I, you know, I have, I still have my my Heat fan hat on, man, and, and and you know, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying that the Heat are going to win tonight. You know, I can see them losing, and and I and I can see them winning uh, at the same time. But the thing is, you know, for 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 guys, you know, for people, for an analyst like yourself, Kay, that say that you know that that the Denver is um, going to dominate them tonight, it's hard for 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 me to believe that. I'm not saying that they're going, they're not going to win. It's just hard for me to believe that they're going to dominate them because they didn't dominate them in the first game, really. And even though they won by mm-hmm. 11 points, that, that game, that I don't think the score um, justified the game. I don't think it was any See, indication of how the game actually went there. Good. I ain't seen I ain't seen no TV today, so I ain't know that 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 was on TV today. So that's that's a bad omen for for Denver actually, because that's what's been on TV all day. That's what's in the Miami uh, players' head. You know what I mean? Them some dogs down there. One thing you don't do is piss dogs off. You know what I mean? Yeah, so man. I mean, that, you don't, that, you don't that kind of them in the corner, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, it kind of made me want to lean away from what I said, but. You know, I was just saying that based on what I saw the other night. You know what I mean? Right. And the way that yeah. game finished out. I felt like, you know, if there was another minute or so left in that game, or they're going overtime, Denver's going to win that game. Um, right. But, yeah, if they've been saying that on TV all day, oh, man, that's 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 actually bad for Denver. Um, yeah, like I say, you, I, don't, you don't feed a dog. Yeah, exactly, and it's like you know they, they're saying you know that 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 the uh, the Denver Nuggets, or from what I'm hearing, Denver Nuggets, you know they didn't lose the game. I mean, uh, you know Miami didn't win the game. Uh, Denver just just ran out of time. <laughs> That's basically what it came down to, and it's still so disrespectful to the Heat. But you know what? Let's see how this goes. I think this is this is a pivotal game. But I agree with you, E. I think Game Five is going to make, make a big difference. But I I think you know. Um, uh, I think right now, let me ask this question, E, and, and then I'll come to UK on the same question, and we'll jump to, we'll go to break and come back on some uh, new topics. But E, who needs this game most? Uh, you know, who I, I know you you picked, you know, you said for Game Five is the pivotal game of the series, but nonetheless, who needs this game more uh, tonight going for, you know, as far as going forward? Who needs this, Denver or Miami? <clears throat> I think he might be on mute. My bad, I'm on mute. Uh, uh, Miami, <laughs> Miami needs it tonight. I mean, I'm not saying Denver doesn't need it, but you said who needs it more? Miami needs it yeah. more because I'm gonna use y'all favorite word, momentum. Momentum. To keep up, to keep up this momentum, which doesn't actually exist, but let's just say it does. <laughs> to keep up this momentum after winning game two, they they need to catch they they because they. they 
they they really didn't take home court advantage, but they neutralized home court advantage. Okay. If Miami right. wins tonight, then they now have home court advantage. Because okay. if they win tonight, it's possible you don't have to play a game seven back in Denver, mm-hmm. which you don't want. Because I don't think you can you go into that. Denver and dominate a game seven like you did in Boston. Because, again, Boston goes still think he got timeouts, but – uh, that's neither here nor there, but yeah, I I think Miami needs it the most tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna turn it over to I'm gonna come to you. I'm gonna get my analysis, uh, Kay, uh, and then I'll um then I'll come to you. But yeah, I I think I I have to agree with you. A lot of people saying Denver needs it because you know, uh, but I'm saying uh, you know I'm, I'm a Heat fan and I, and that's why I'm looking at it this way. I'm gonna say the Heat need it the most because they want to keep the the home court advantage. They they they, they need that. Um, they show that they can win on the road, obviously, and, I, and they show that they can win in Denver. And I don't think Denver lost the game in the playoffs uh, this season. Um, so they did what uh, no other team could do in, in the playoffs uh, up until this point. So, yeah, and, and I think that what Miami has that Denver doesn't have is Miami has something that travels, you know, with them, and that's defense. So they, they show that they can play defense on the road. But I think Miami wants to keep it here, wants to keep the home court advantage in Miami. And I think if they can do that, if they do win tonight, you know, they'll obviously their confidence level will be even higher. Not that it's saying it's not high now, but I just think that, you know, right now Denver's going to start questioning themselves. Michael Malone's going to start questioning his coaching, you know, his coaching ability, not coaching ability, but his coaching decisions. Let me, let me rephrase that. And then, you know, some of these guys are going to start to get frustrated as well. Well, maybe we should do this differently. Maybe we should do this differently. So it's going to be like, you know, what Malcolm X said, <laughs> divide and conquer. So Miami needs to go out there and win tonight. And then I think that'll put Denver and, you know, you know, start talking to themselves, pointing fingers, you know, at, at one another. And then Miami can come in there, divide them, and hopefully ultimately conquer them as well. But, Kay, what say you about who needs the game most tonight? Um, I mean, to go with one team, I say Denver, but I think they both need it for, for the same, you know, for the reasons y'all say mm-hmm. for Miami. Um, right. Um, but for Denver, you know, like you said on the flip, they need it for Psyche. You know what I mean? To to keep yeah. to keep keep their own head from, you know, thinking uh thinking negative. You know what I mean? I mean in history they right. don't have one. You know what I mean? So, um and then you got this dog of a team coming in, it's like, damn, we playing hard but they winning, you know what I mean? So I think mm-hmm. they I think they re- they need it tonight. I think they'll still get it. Um, even with all the bulletin board material. Uh um, I think it'll be an X factor tonight, though. I don't think it'll be Jamal or Joker. I mean, Joker's going to get his. But um, right. I think it's going to be somebody like Gordon or Porter um, that has big numbers tonight. So um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But I, yeah. I think I think Denver needs it more. Um, for everything y'all said, the psyche, you know what I mean, to keep their mind from thinking, um, you know, do, do, can we get this? Can we earn this? You know? Right. Um, yeah. All right, good, good stuff there, brother. Good stuff there. Yeah, so um, there's no Tyler Hero tonight. He's he experienced some soreness in that in that, in that shooting hand, that broken hand. So he's not going to be in tonight. So I wanted to talk about him if he was going to play, but word is that he's not going to play. He is out for uh, for game. So, but you know they've gotten this far with, without him. So um, again, nonetheless, that would have been a you know that would have been a bonus. 
uh, for, for you know for sure. But uh, no Tyler Hero, ladies and gentlemen, if you're tuning in, if you didn't get that uh, that update. All right. So uh, what we're going to do here, we're going to grab our uh, first break. Wow, I didn't realize how much time is really by before we grab that first break. But nonetheless, we're going to do that. When we come back, I want to stay on the NBA talk. And Monty Williams has signed uh, a an, uh, a deal with the Pistons, six years, $78.5 million. Um, what that means for the Pistons, what that means for Monty Williams, and, um, you know, and also want to ask these guys, you know, uh, can he get the job done? I mean, he has some young talent there, but we'll definitely dive into that. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning to Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, this is Jaquan J. Kelly, a.k.a. Jamel Reef, master killer of Wu-Tang and American Saga on Hulu. You're listening to Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott. They're taking a quick break, and they'll be right back. Your skin isn't just skin. It's a beautiful reflection of every single thing you've been through in life. Which is why Dove Body Wash removes your skin's ceramides and strengthens it against dryness. For instantly softer, smoother skin, you can lovingly embrace. Renew the love for your skin with Dove Body Wash. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. And welcome back to Sports Talk with Kay Walk and E. Scott, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, before the break, ladies and gentlemen, we were uh, we were recapping games one and two of the NBA Finals and giving our thoughts and predictions and previewing uh, game three tonight uh, for sure. Uh, so great stuff there, guys, for for everyone. Thank you, Drew, again, brother, for uh, for joining us and giving your uh, um, your, your great analysis on uh, on, uh, on on this final series. All right, guys, as I stated before the break, I want to um. Uh, switch gears a little bit here, and, and then talk Monty Williams here. E, Monty Williams, as I stated, um, which everyone knows. If you don't know, Monty Williams has signed a uh, six-year deal uh, with the Detroit, become the uh, Detroit Pistons head coach, uh, seventy-eight and a half million dollars, and makes him the highest-paid head coach in history. 
And also, there are some incentive-laden. Uh, there's a, it's an incentive-laden contract that can get him over a hundred million dollars. Don't have the specifics on that, uh, to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, but it is worth. It could be worth over a hundred million dollars. Let's just say. Hey, give me your thoughts on this. Um, how successful do you think Monty will be? Um, and he has some young talent here. He, he has, you know, Jaden Ivey. He has Jalen Duran. Um, he has uh, Kay Cunningham, the uh, number one overall pick from last year. And um, they have this year's um, fifth, uh, fifth overall pick. And from right now, from all of the mock drafts that I'm seeing, that I'm reading, they're projected to take the uh, the 18-year-old um, uh, 18-year-old young man out of uh, Villanova, is small forward, power forward, and uh, uh, Cam uh, Cam Whitmore out of Villanova. Uh, your thoughts on Monty Williams, and uh, how do you see uh, this, you know, going forward? Do you see him being successful? Well, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't watch a lot of Detroit Pistons basketball, so I not too many know, people do. <laughs> I, I don't know how successful he's going to be. I can't really speak to that, but he is okay. my conundrum, if you will. Okay, and on a regular job, like with me, you, Special K, all the guys we work, if we get fired, we don't have to disclose that to the next company that we were fired because they can only call and verify that you work there. Cool. Right. In the NBA, NFL, NHL, Major League Baseball, your public, your firing is public, very public. I don't mm-hmm. know in many other places in life where you can get publicly fired from the job and the next company that's in that same field hires you as the highest paid head coach of all time. I mean, I, I, I don't really know how that works. I mean, because obviously you were fired with cause. I mean, I personally don't think you should have been fired from Phoenix, right. but I think you should have got another year with Kevin Durant. So I'm I'm not bringing his coaching ability into question. I'm wondering about Detroit. What would make Detroit do this? Why would we take a dude that's been fired and pay him more money than any coach has ever been paid, ever? And Frank Mm -hmm. Vogel, I know we're going to get to Frank Vogel in a second, but think about it. Frank Vogel has a title. It was in the bubble, Mm -hmm. but it's a title nonetheless. Monty Williams who does not have a title, is making three times more. Three times, not one, not two. Three times more than Frank Vogel. And Frank Vogel has a championship. I don't Mm -hmm. really know how that works. And what that leads me to believe, Spoh's contract is up next year. They're going to have to back the Briggs truck up to Spoh's house. I mean, coaches, but we should have Saudi money by then, that's Saudi Arabia money. But it is just how... Can you pay a head coach an unproven that well no, he's proven he's proven and got fired. How can how can we you pay him that much money, Detroit? That is what I don't understand about this. Maybe one of you guys can explain it to me. Yeah, I I'm gonna say this. It's just the same thing I say about NFL contracts and you know, when certain quarterbacks are paid a certain amount of money. You know, and other quarterbacks are paid a certain amount of money. And you know that that one quarterback who's paid more than that other quarterback is making more money. And you know that other quarterback who's not making as much is a better quarterback. Now, again, so it's not the NFL. In this case, it's not the NBA paying Monty Williams. It's the it's the Detroit Pistons paying Monty Williams at this point. So, and it's kind of like, you know what, 
you 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 made a reference to like you know well you know he got fired or he you know he you know he wasn't as good as you know as as Frank Vogel he wasn't as successful as Frank Vogel, but I think it's kind of like one of those things like you know when you break up with you know when you break up with a significant other, you know particularly you know with a person that you were with um, you know may not see those qualities in you or may you know maybe your weaknesses or you know whatever overshadowed your strength because they're looking for something different in you and in, in, in their companion. So I think that Detroit sees the qualities, the best qualities in Monty Williams as opposed to what, what, the, what the Phoenix Suns, uh, you know, saw in him. I think personally, I think it's a good fit. Even though Monty had, at first had declined um, the, the, uh, the offer with, uh, not the offer, but, you know, the, the initial offer with Detroit, but then Detroit upped it. And then they made it, you know, as they say in, in Godfather, I made him an offer that, you know, he couldn't refuse. And that's what it's ultimately about. But Monty, I know Monty wants to win now. And I know Monty has, you know, I think he's proven himself to be one of the best uh, head coaches in the league. And I agree with you, E, as far as he should have had at least one more year um, with, uh, with Kevin Durant. But as we see, they fired him, new ownership there in Phoenix. They fired him, they let him go. And then as we saw today, you know they 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 waved uh, they waved Chris Paul. So we know what what well we have an idea of what Phoenix uh, you know the new ownership wants to do. They want to clean house. They want to you know bring in their guys for say for for, for you know and, you know which is obvious. You know you know you're paying these guys. You want that. I get that. But going back to Monty Williams in Detroit, yeah, I think it's a good fit. Again, again, I mentioned all of those young players that they have in here have there, and then potentially bringing another young guy in there, and then you have some free agents that you. You could possibly some free, uh, you know, maybe you can get Chris Paul. Chris Paul's wave. Maybe Monty Williams say, "Hey, Chris, come over here. You're a vet. You know, you're the vice president. You're a vice president of the NBA Basketball, um, you know, Players Association. You know, you you're a voice in the league. So you know, come here and you know, and school these young guys that I have here. Because I'm gonna, it's just gonna take more than me. It's just gonna take more. As they say, it takes a village. And I think that might be a good fit for for him as well. Bring him in as kind of like an AUD uh, role, you know, a Udonis Haslam role where, you know, you'll be that player um, and you can be that coach um, as well. You'll be that air guy. Because we all know that Chris Paul is a great leader. We, we, we know that. I mean, he's proven that because, you know, with the title I just mentioned. So I like it, E. Um, I like it, ladies and gentlemen. I really do. I think it's a good fit. And I think that if he can prove, if he can get these guys to the playoffs um, immediately, maybe in the first two years, they gave him a six-year deal, so they have confidence in him, and they're giving him time, you know, to get it done. Um, and I think he'll do it in the first two years. I think he'll get Detroit. I think he'll get Detroit into the playoffs in the first two years of his contract. And I and I think that'll that'll look that'll make um their, uh, Detroit's ownership say, okay, we made the right move here. And then they'll start making piece moves and and bringing pieces around him, start spending more money and and get guys in there to make money, you know, you know, more successful. Um, that's just my opinion. I love the move, man, and and I just think he just needs to bring some some guys around him as well, which I think he'll do because he's a smart guy. Uh, but Kay, what say you about Monty Williams? Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Cause it was going to be about another coach. But let's go ahead and get Kay's opinion. Then I'll, I'll, I'll okay. take one. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Well, um, I like E. I don't know much about Detroit either. I mean, I know about uh, Cunningham uh, being the first pick a couple of years ago. Uh, you know, and I, I, I know they play pretty well. Um, although yeah. their record doesn't show it, but. 
Monty, right. I can speak on Monty a little bit. I mean, Monty does have a gold medal. He doesn't have a championship, but he has a gold medal as an assistant with, with, with Bohan. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, his last year, and I think it was his last year, in New Orleans, Monty actually made the playoffs. You know, um, he lost yep. in the playoffs in the first round, but they, they made the playoffs. And it wasn't no just yep. made it in or no losing record. It was 45 and forty five and whatever, you know. Um, right. I, I, I'll tell you how I know that later on. But anyway, uh, <laughs> and, and then in, in Charlotte, he was pretty, you know, he was an assistant in, not Charlotte, but uh, uh, where you go after that, uh, Oklahoma. He was an assistant mm-hmm. in Oklahoma when they was making a little noise in, in Westbrook last few years there. But that's when his wife died. Um, and, you know, that little oh, yeah. situation oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's how he ended up out of coaching for a while. And when he came back to coaching, it was with Phoenix. Now, if you remember, mm-hmm. in Phoenix, with Booker and Aiden, before uh, before a month, they was barely winning 30 games. Yeah. Um, right. And then, um, you know, that the last year they had a losing record was the bubble year. You know, they, they played better the bubble year. Um, and in the bubble, they went 8-0 and still missed the playoffs. I don't understand that. Why did they invite them to the bubble if they were going to, you know, but anyway. <laughs> right. Um, but look at them since then. You know what I mean? They're a quality mm-hmm. team. They just got KD. So we can't say it's because of KD. So the same pieces are in Phoenix that were there before Monty, you know what I mean? Right. And he took them to the to the finals. So right. um, that's why he got the money. You know, um, he's a proven yep. winner. He knows how to turn a team around. And and with those young pieces in Detroit, they're banking on him doing the same. So right. it, that's, that's why he got the money. Yeah, and that six-year deal and that extra year. Because generally guys only get five years. Um, you know, but that six year means that they really believe in you and they're going to give you the time, you know, to get it done, you know, give you whatever you need for that extra year. So, yeah, great point there. But, E, go ahead um, as far as the, uh, I believe, say the next question. No, no, yeah, what, what I was going to say, because I, I do, I, I, everything you said, K-Walk, everything you said, Russell K, I think Monty deserves the money. That much, right, but, right. I mean, I, I just think they, it's too much money for anyone. Not just my, I just yeah, don't right. think a coach's yeah. salary. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't think right. a coach's salary will be, should be that high. But hey, my point is so you can get publicly fired and go on to get a deal like money got. Well, my question was, y'all was going to be, what is Doc Rivers doing right about now? I mean, cause Doc, <laughs> Doc, Doc been fired from every job he's just had. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he Doc went to the playoffs and gave up a three-zero lead multiple times yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah. And he didn't get. I mean, he Doc does have one championship, so Doc yeah. gonna be like, hey, "It's not Blake's fault." <laughs> but, <laughs> so Doc be like, "I got a ring." He doesn't pay me, yeah. so. Will Doc get another job? And if so, do you think a team will pay him like they pay money? You know what, E, I'm going to say this, man. I'm going to say 
I don't think there's a job out there for him. Yeah, I think there's too many <laughs> candidates for. I think there's too many candidates ahead of him, man. And like you mentioned, all the, you know his accolades as far as his his you know his his resume, if you will. And to use your term, we've seen his movies. You know, we've seen his movies, so we we know what the ending is going to be ultimately. So I don't right now. I don't see a job for him. E. I don't see. Um, anyone out there that's going to give him a job and I don't think he's going to take a job where um maybe maybe there's a you know a team out there that's probably going to be like in a rebuilding stage Doc's not trying to go back to that you know you know go back into that situation he wants someone who's ready to win right now ready to win right now just a head coach or a couple pieces away from you know from taking that next step I don't see a team right now that's that's in need of that I think all of the teams have filled those needs. I think, you know, Philly with Nick Nurse. I think, uh, well, we've seen Detroit. I don't think Detroit would have went that way with Doc. I don't think Doc would have went that way either. Heck, Monty almost turned it down. If they didn't up that money, Monty, Monty would have turned that that that, uh, that that job down. And then you got Frank Vogel and, and, and Phoenix as well. So I, I see – I think we're going to see Doc in the booth a lot, you know, kind of like, a you know, Jeff Van Gundy – you know, type, you know, role, you know, maybe maybe he'll do some commentator. I don't know. I don't see that. But I see him in the booth for at least one year. If he gets in that booth one year, I don't see him coming back. I think he's going to be like a Mark Jackson. Once he gets into that that, that uh, commentating booth, I don't think he's going to get out of it. I think his days are I think his days are behind him, to be honest with you. He's got a title. That's on his resume. Um, it could be – he can arguably be a, a Hall, of Fame, uh, Hall of Fame coach. We don't know, but I personally think that his days are, are his days are behind him. I don't see him coaching again, um, unless he's just desperate and then take a job that just no one else wants. But I don't see him doing that. But Kate, what say you uh, to answer East question? Yeah, I think Doc done, man. Um, he's had his round. You know, Doc has done everything we say uh, black coaches don't get to do. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, he's coached everywhere. Sometimes he's been fired. I don't think he deserved to be fired. Like in Orlando, I, don't, I really don't think he deserved to be fired here. How you win coach yeah. of the year? <laughs> Start the next season 0-7 and, and get fired. Like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, That didn't make yeah. sense. And then in, in, in L.A., um, they could never get it done because those cats couldn't yeah. stay healthy. You know what yeah. I mean? So I'm, that's not on Doc. But nonetheless, Doc has coached for a lot of teams. Uh, he yeah. has a lot of wins, only one ship. But he only he has a lot of wins. Uh, Doc has been in the booth before, so I think Doc's going yeah. back home. You know, yeah, <laughs> Doc's going back yeah. home to stay. He packed his bags, his back curtain. You know, they ain't got high enough <laughs> chairs for him on the side of the court no more. <laughs> you know, yeah, Doc going back to the booth, man. Call it a day. Yeah, man, I, I see that too, man. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, Doc. I mean, I mean, you 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 got your team to uh, the game seven and the. Uh, uh, in in uh, the the, the uh, Eastern Conference uh, semifinals, I mean that's nothing to shake a stick at, man. I mean he's he's gotten you know he's gotten to the finals, he's he's got he's won it, he's gotten to semifinals, things of that nature. So I just think it's time for Doc to just say, okay, I you know I, I gave it all that I could, uh, and it's time to move on. You know, let me let me uh, you know those who can't do teach. So I just think he just goes in there, goes in the booth, and just you know just talks the game and you know give his thoughts and opinions, his analysis uh, for sure. 
All right. Uh, staying on um, the, the NBA talk here, coaching talk here. The last one is uh, Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel. Uh, we you know we talked about Phoenix. We talked about Monty Williams. Frank Vogel um, has uh, signed a five-year deal with the, uh, uh, the former uh, Lakers head coach. You mentioned he's a you know champion in the bubble with the Lakers. He signed a uh, a deal with the uh, uh, with the Suns. E good fit. How do you see this one playing out? Well, I mean, I, I, I won't say it's a bad fit. I, yeah, I'm going to go with it as a good fit. Because simply like the special case there earlier with uh, Monte Williams, well, I, I, I think you mentioned it, Monte Williams and Aiden didn't really get along. And Aiden, he looks like the kind of guy, once you, you know, he, he – He'll go into his shell, if you will. Like if mm-hmm. if he's bothered by something, he wears the emotions on his sleeve, and and, yeah. on, and 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 he doesn't perform best. So if Vogel can come in there and get the best out of DeAndre Angles, DeAndre Ayton is a good player. Um, yeah. Now it's going to be hard to replace Chris Paul, but then again, Chris has been hurt the last few seasons. You got Devin Booker, you got Andre Ayton, and you got KD. Um, I think they can contend in the West, you know, next year. Um, I think that was going to be the case no matter really who they brought in there because, again, I think that's a job that Monty shouldn't have lost. I mean, you get yeah. half a season with KD, um, I broke down Chris Paul. I mean, and mm-hmm. then like like, like, like K said, a lot of that wasn't his fault, dog. So, yeah, yeah I think I think Vogel's going to be a good fit over there. I mean, I'm shocked that they rolled Chris Fall about the paint. But, again, Chris Fall is a shell of himself, of the guard that he used to be. So I think he's going to work out over there. Yeah, I, I want to see, you know, how this works out. I want to see what type of pieces they surround him. Because, obviously, the ownership has an idea of what they want and who they don't want. You know, we see that, you know, Monty's out. We see that. Chris Paul is out. Frank Vogel is in. I actually like the. I like the. I like Frank Vogel. I actually do like Frank Vogel as as a, a coach, because um, it's hard to coach uh, uh, LeBron James, even if it was in the bubble and it was against my 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 Miami Heat. You know, it was still a, a you know a, a tough uh, you know a, a tough series. I, I think if Bam if Bam didn't get hurt in that series, but we'll, we'll you know I think it'll be a different outcome. But nonetheless. He got it done. You know, he, he got it done, meaning Frank Vogel. So I want to see what they bring in as far as, you know, who's going to replace Chris Paul, um, you know, what other pieces they're going to pull, uh, put in there. Because they have to get deeper, man, because once they made that KD trade, that trade for KD, they lost a lot of their depth, uh, you know, from their bench, you know, you know to, you know, and, uh, and that trade to, uh, to, to Brooklyn. I'm like, you know. Guys like um, just Cam Johnson is one of the guys that he starts for Brooklyn right, or he starts for Brooklyn in after that trade. But he was coming off the bench for uh, for um, for the Suns. So let's see what they do there to solidify the depth of that team uh, for sure. Because they not only just have to replace uh, Chris Paul from a leadership standpoint, uh, you know, player standpoint. His point, like, I think they call him, you know, his nickname is the point God. But his leadership, I, I don't think that's going to be replaced. I just really don't believe you can find a guy that's available right now that's going to be able to replace him from that aspect of it. Um, but then you have to bring another guy in here who's going to be just as equally as good, if not better, from a talent standpoint. And, then again, you got to solidify that that uh, that that, uh, that bench as well. I think they have to get deeper there uh, for sure. But uh, Kay, what say you about the Frank Vogel hiring? With the I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it for all the reasons <laughs> all right. y'all said. 
I mean, what has Frank Vogel done? He got one shift in the bubble, but who mm-hmm. who was his assistant coach? LeBron James. Oh, LeBron, LeBron, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm about to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I mean, he ain't did nothing. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. how you how you kick out money and bring in Frank because of what he did in L.A. He didn't do nothing in L.A. You know, he didn't win nothing in Indiana, right? He ain't win nothing up there. He came to Orlando. We trashed with him. We had Gordon. We had some other little pieces there. You know, we uh, had at least sure. a first-round team. He did nothing. We made playoffs not one time with him. You know what I mean? And then he get the L.A. job. How he got that, I don't know. You know, but he got the L.A. job. He won a ship in, in the bubble with LeBron. You know what I mean? But then what they did to him. Rolled him up out the paint, too. So, um, how he get this job after Monty, I have no idea. I mean, I would have respected it more if they would have brought in, even with all the places Doc been, I would have respected it more if they would have brought in a Doc or a young gun that been an assistant Mm -hmm. somewhere. You know, people might have scratched their head at, but, you know, it's like when uh, Golden State brought in Steve Kerr. People scratched their head, but Steve Kerr won. So, ain't no more head scratch. You know what I mean? So I would have been more okay with it if they would have brought in a young gun we don't know nothing about. You know, he was a top mm-hmm. dog in college or whatever the case may be other than Frank Vogel. If Frank Vogel ain't did nothing to inherit a team like this. Yeah, you know, that, 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 that leads me to my next question. I didn't have this question written down, but you made a great point there, Kay, and I want to ask you, I'll start with you on this one, E, is that Frank Vogel, you know, looking at his resume and everything that, Kay just laid out as far as where he went, who he who he coached. It sounds like to me, and who he's coaching now, it sounds like to me that Vogel has that reputation of being that. Um, can I say do boy? I can say do boy or yes man, if you will. <laughs> he sounds like he's that yes man type coach. It's like you know he's going to do whatever the superstars you know say you know say you know whatever they say goes. Do you do you see that e or or am I am I getting that that wrong impression? No, I I, I can kind of see that because I think when K asked how did he end up in that line, I think that was mm-hmm. LeBron hire. I think LeBron right. wanted him, so they went and got him, and then mm-hmm. when it all fell apart, it's got to be somebody's fault. Of course, they're not gonna say it's LeBron's fault. So Frank, you got to get on up out of here, and um, that, that's again uh, another case. Like 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 Skater said, I'd like to see some new blood because that's another case yeah. of a public firing, and then he go on to get a coveted job that you know somebody else could have got because again, like you said, we've seen your movies. Now yeah, you did get a championship <laughs> in the bubble, which I don't really count, but hey, nonetheless you got it. But yeah, I'd like to see some new blood. Get on up out of there. All right. All right, good stuff there. Kay, what say you about that that question? Vogel, is he is he a yes man? I, let me clean that up a little bit. I think that that do boy man it may be a little be a little different. No, that's that, that what it is. Yes we gonna we gonna right. leave that in there. Yeah, that's what it is. Old do boy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, look at him. Don't he look like one? You know what I mean? A lot of times we can see him. You know what I mean? They they you know. Impressed that I'm getting. They, bro. That's what I'm yeah, they say all the right stuff. You know what I mean? Oh man, this team is great. Blah blah blah. blah. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it got to be what it is. You ain't won nothing. <laughs> you ain't won nothing. How you inherit a team like this? You know what I mean? Like right. I don't understand. Like 
Jesus. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Three, three All Stars. I mean, really cool. Uh, Chris Paul ain't officially off the team yet, so he has three okay. All Stars. You know what I'm saying? Three, four All Stars. Right. You know, three that's gonna stay. Like, come on, man. Yeah, All right, good stuff there. I, don't, I don't get it. All right, good stuff. All right, man, that, that is that talk there, man. Uh, great stuff there. What we're going to do is we're going to dive into our, our segments right here. We're going to start it off. We're going to take a, a quick pause. We're going to do our one segment, uh, uh, one one ticket segment, excuse me, and then we'll come back with our uh, K-Walk and East Scott Cares when no one else cares segment and the East Scott uh, uh, entertainment segment for sure. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned to Sports Talk with K-Walk and East Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. We'll be right back. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. Open. 
Number four, we got Cheryl Miller when she was at uh, USC, University of Southern California, versus Candace Parker and Tennessee in a national championship. So you got one ticket. Which one are you? Uh, which one? Which one event are you using that for? E, I'll start with you on this one. Need to repeat and let me know. No, I think I think I'm gonna go to Flushing Meadows and see Venus and Serena play each okay. other. I mean, okay. now I think if you would have gave me Jerry Rice versus Dallas Cowboy Dion, I might have been a little more interested in it because by the time we got to Baltimore, there wasn't much left in the tank. Um, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said that's why I said in their prime because they could have played each other in the Super Bowl if they were with the Cowboys. That's okay, I, 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 I see what okay. you're saying. Okay. okay. Now, um, Shaq versus Joker. That would have been interesting, too, but the reason I, I kind of shied away from that one, all the Joker had to do was play on the perimeter, and that would have negated Shaq <laughs> on the defensive okay. end. I mean, it's not like Shaq was a great defender to start with, but if you right? put Joker okay. at point center, yeah, Shaq almost unplayable. You got to bring him out the game because okay. he can't do nothing out there. So, yeah, I'm going to head okay. on all the flushing medals and watch Venus and Serena on this one. <laughs> I couldn't stop there. <laughs> always, always, always quick with it, man, and, and quick reasoning for as well. Like I, like I gave it to him all week for him to study it, ladies and gentlemen. I just gave it to him just now, so he had no, no time to study that. But uh, Kay, what, what say you? Um, I got one qualifying question. You gave me who Jerry Rice quarterback is going to be. I need uh, to know who, 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 what defense we talking with me Ravens. Okay, the two thousand, the two thousand, the two thousand uh, Baltimore Ravens. I'll give you the two thousand Baltimore Ravens. I'll with Dion? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm rolling with Dion. Uh, I want to see right. Dion go do do Jerry Rice, man. I'm going to watch that prime time event. You know, because uh, this this going to be a show. I'm a defensive guy, so I'm going to go watch okay. Dion show up. That's that's what I'm going okay. to see. I mean, Joe. Joker and Shaq, man, I mean, that, if you were saying at home versus the ticket, I would, I probably would have went with Joker and Shaq. Because, I mean, okay. to me, personally, if I go to a basketball game, I'm, I'm there for the experience because I don't see the game the same. It, well, let me take that bite. I ain't got okay. I ain't got long money, so I'm up in the bleachers. You know what I mean? I'm up there. You know what I'm saying? So, so although we can see, you see the ball bounce, but you don't hear it till like a second later. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like like we can see what's going on on the court clearly, but it ain't the same, man. Is is you know that same feel on TV? So, if it'd have been a TV ticket, yeah, I probably would have went Joker Shaq. that would have been interesting. I think, I think you know, okay. in their prime, you, you get Orlando Shaq out there. Orlando Shaq, a lot of people don't remember. Orlando Shaq, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He, he brought yeah. the ball up a couple of times. So um, that Shaq versus Joker would have been nice. But, yeah, I'm going prime versus versus uh, the GOAT, right? All right. All right. Good stuff there. I'm, I'm going to make it unanimous. I'm going to go with uh, – no, actually, no. I mean, uh, he went with uh, Serena Venus. I'm going to go Jerry Rice and, and Deion Sanders. I want, I want to see that. I want to see what they can do, you know, uh, against one another because that 2000 defense uh, for the Ravens 
for something serious. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go with there you, with you on that one, Kay. Uh, so uh, so good stuff. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's take another quick pause. And what that means is what we're going to get. Uh, this is time for our new segment. It's the third week of this segment. Uh, it's been very popular. Fourth. Fourth. To... Oh, it's our fourth, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Okay. All right. It's been that. It's been that fun. I, I lost track. All right. Good stuff. So that means it's uh, <laughs> time for K Walk and E Scott cares when no one else cares. Taking a quick pause. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, shout out to Prince Roger Nelson. Today is his birthday. Uh, the late great Prince Roger Nelson. Um, yes. Thank you for that thank intro, you, brother. brother. Happy birthday. <laughs> so, about to read y'all a letter. K. Walk gonna break it down from a married man's perspective. Uh, me and Special K, single man, we'll give you some insight here. But ladies and gentlemen, remember, K. Walk and these got care. It don't nobody else care. This for week's sure. letter, <laughs> dear K. Walk and these got. I've been dating this guy for about eight months now, and when we first met, I was just getting out of a long-term relationship that I was in for over five years. In the beginning, we both agreed to keep it casual as if as I wasn't ready to just jump into another relationship. We instantly became really close, but as friends, nothing physical happened between us. During this time, he was honest with me about entertaining other women. I was cool with it as we were just friends. He became particularly close with one female he worked with and seemed to drop all the others. Like I said, he was always open and honest with me, so that's how I knew. As time went on, he and I became less close as most of his time went to her. This man, whom I've never been physical with, has met all my friends and family. My mom and dad love him to death. He's sweet, kind, considerate, and thoughtful. He's never been married and doesn't have any children. He has a decent job, a few legit side hustles somewhere a few legit side hustles. Somewhere along the the way, I started to catch feelings for him, but never said anything, hoping he would just pick up on it. We've been hanging out over a year now, and I and either he hasn't noticed or just hadn't said anything about it. My question is, should I say something before he gets too deep with this other female, or should I just remain friends and allow him to live his life drama free? I fear if they get in a serious relationship, he will cut me out of his life. K. Walker and E. Scott, please help. Sign. Caught up. Whew. She you know, you up got me feeling it. <laughs> feeling it. <laughs> so now I, I'll go as a single guy. So okay. And I was talking. I was talking to a really good friend of mine about this last night, and she pointed out some stuff, and to me, and I had to point out some stuff to her. 
I'm like, okay, for most dudes, I can't speak for our dudes, but most dudes, if you don't tell us, we don't know. So when she said, I hope, she was like, I was hoping he would pick up on it. No, dog, you got to overtly put it out there. Or we confused and we don't know what to do. And now, Mm -hmm. so, so we've been hanging out now. Like for us, it was like eight months. Now we over a year, and ain't nothing happened between us. And I'm telling you about other chicks. I I I don't I don't really know what to tell her because if he's been hanging in there this long, either he he's fully invested, <laughs> and you know he waiting for the payoff, or he just wants to be friends with her. I I really don't know where she goes from here. Now my question is, why you want to tell him now? Is it because there's another hen in the hen house? All of a sudden now, you know, he got this other chick mm-hmm. that he's spending time with, and now you decide you got, you know, caught feelings? I mean, where were these feelings before? And now when he was running around with a bunch of women, you didn't really care. But now that there's one main one and you feel that you can be replaced, is, and so and you say, oh, I don't want to bring drama into his life. So it seems like, yeah, you, there's some drama going on here. So I don't really know what to tell her. Okay. Yeah, I, I I tend to agree with you there on, on this one, man. When I'm li- when I'm listening to this and when I when I read it and um, you know I hear it again, you know I, my one of my sayings that I say always said to my say to my kids is a is a closed mouth don't get fed. So meaning that if you don't open your mouth and you don't tell this man how you feel, you'll never know and you'll never get what you want because maybe he feels you know the same way you feel. But since you haven't said anything, um, you know, then he feels as though you're not interested or if you hadn't made any advances or maybe he, maybe you made some subliminal, you know, advances, uh, you know, send him some subliminal messages and he didn't pick up on it. Like he said, we're men. <laughs> we're men. So we're not going to catch. We're not going to pick up on, on, we don't on know. everything. We, we don't. You know, we don't. No. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. So if you if you don't put it if you don't put the writing on the wall, we won't see it, ladies and gentlemen. We just won't see it. Um, so I mean, not ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, no, but ladies, we won't see it, um, for sure. So you got to spell it out for us. You got to lay it out. If you want a new dress from your man, you uh, you know, you got to lay out the books. You can't lay out the books here and there or whatever, you know, a, a magazine or anything like that or send me a link or anything. I just think that, you know, that's just something you like to see. Or, you know, you got to tell us. You got to be open in front with us and let us know how you truly feel. So, yes, you should tell this man um, – uh, to answer your question, you should tell this man how you really feel before he gets too deep. If he's not already uh, too deep with this particular female um, that you know that you're speaking of, so yes, if you really want this man, and you you have to you have to put your if you're you have to put your 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 feelings on the ta- on the table. Now, if you if you're scared to be rejected, that's another thing. But you have to go out there and get it because again, as I stated, a closed mouth don't get fed. But, but, no, uh, I, and I, and, and, no, I, I wholeheartedly good. agree because, like, it's like, and like, like I said before, I was like, I'm saying, I was, we were talking about this last night. There, you know, okay, well, this probably has happened to you. Sometimes, you know, you'll be at a restaurant, and the server is a little over flirtation with you. Maybe she's mm-hmm. flirting, or maybe she's just trying to increase your chip, her tip, and your wife's sitting there salty. 
And then yeah. you like, well, why, why are you talking? She's like, oh, you know she was flirting with you. You had no clue. And you're like, that's yeah. you one. Because, like, it takes another woman can see it. But women, yeah. I'm telling you, and I'm not speaking for all men, just about 98% of us, we don't know. Yeah. We we, we no. just don't. I mean, we, because we don't want to ever assume, because that can go horribly wrong. I mean, if yeah. she was, if she wasn't, that's just like, you don't yeah, no, nah, nah. no, yeah. sir, no, not at all. So we, we better better off remaining clueless than to have it go, you know, go the yeah. other way. Because, yeah, we do no, not want yeah. We don't want yeah, to we do not want to read too much into it. We do not want to read too much into it. We'd rather not read the book at all and, and play that dumb role than reading too much into it and then be like the all wrong, all wrong. And you could just turn it, you could just open up a whole nother can of worms. So, yeah, exactly. I agree with that. <laughs> so, so, okay, so, you, got any, you got any advice for old girls, Mr. K? I mean, she should say something, you know, she should say something, but. I think at this point it's lost cause. I'm just beyond, you know. I hate to be <laughs> the, the, the bear of bad news, but uh, they've been kicking it for, for a whole year, right? Yeah. Uh, did I hear that eight, correctly? Eight months, I think it was. Yeah. Eight months. Well, it started off eight months since they've been hanging out for. Um, eight, she was all oh, over okay. the place. Okay. Eight months a year. Okay. It's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if it if it yeah, it's been that long, no physical contact, but he's met all the family. In his head, he in the friend zone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the, the 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 other girl, that's that's where his time at. You know. So yeah, I think it's a lost cause, but you know, hey, shoot your shot. You know, you never know. Shoot. Hey, there now, you go. There you go. You got Do you go. think? Say. Do you think she would have all these feelings would have manifested if he wasn't kicking it with another chick? Like if he was just still out here wilding, do you from? think? Do you think it would have been an issue? Or, or because I got this from a female's perspective last night. She said, oh, girl, she wants to admit her feelings now because she knows that she's she's in the process. She could lose them. And so now, you know, that's why she wants to tell them. What do y'all think about that? Well, yeah, I mean, that's a – go ahead. Go ahead, Kay. I'll let you start. Go ahead. I was going to say that's – I mean, uh, think about it. That might be in his head, too, when, when she come with it. You know, oh, now you want to say something? Man, go on. on. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, hey, either way, I think it's a lost cause. (laughs) It's a lost cause, man. Yeah, and I think when you look at it, too, from a man's perspective, too, uh, from a man's side, is that they weren't physical. They weren't physical. So he figured to himself, well, if they weren't ever physical, then maybe she's not into me like that, you know? So I got to move on. So, you know, now all of a sudden, you know, she sees him with, you know, someone else. And, and, and uh, you know, now all of a sudden, you know, okay, well, you know, you know, I, maybe, I, maybe I missed out or maybe I missed out. But I think – it could have been. It, it could have been something, and I'm not saying this, ladies and gentlemen, that, uh, that by any stretch of the imagination, that you you have to give it up all the time. But it plays a major fact, <laughs> a major part in, in in the relationship. It's to get together. It plays a major part. You don't have to go that far. He, he said no physical contact at all. No, you know what I mean. So, yeah, you know what I mean. No, no, no kiss, no nothing. Like, come on, man. Yeah. So, so he, hey, he, I'm okay. when he see her, he say, "What up, sis?" 
And they just get a right? plan. They just give them a clap basically. and keep it moving. Up. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. And and as a married man, man, that's, that's, that's you know no physical contact is a ground for divorce. It's grounds for divorce. But let, so me, I'm ask saying, I'm let, me, let me ask you this though: <laughs> if he's hung in there for over a year, though, do do, do you think he do you think he's trying to wait it out or no? Do you think he is it possible no, that he I has some feelings for what her? Are <laughs> yeah, yeah, he didn't, he didn't look at it that way. He, didn't so, know, he never looked at so it that y'all way. Saying, y'all saying if she rolled up one day, they're supposed to meet up, and she bring one of her girlfriends with her, he trying to holler at the friend. Like, hey, yeah. hey, 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 what's up with your friend? Hey, what's yeah. her number? What, what her name is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's hey, friends with no benefits. Be, friends she, with no benefits. She would be devastated if if he did that. But again, yeah. I don't think he would be doing it out of, to be hurtful. And uh, we, oh, we no. just don't know. Just don't if know. I don't look at you for a it. year, and 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 you know you ain't showed no signs, and hey, your girl yeah. got a, a a big one back there. Let me holler at her. Yeah, because she he mean, doesn't he, know he, how he, you quick, feel about quick it. Quick scenarios, and you watch the show, Bel Air. You know what I'm yeah. saying? When yes, sir. when I when um, what's the name? They they Jazz were with Jazz and, uh, and they went by each other. The, the friend tried to yeah. kiss him and he was yeah. like, "No, nah, that's my man." <laughs> yeah. Oh, now yeah. you want him? Yeah. Oh, now you want him? It was a yeah. secret up until then, and then yeah, another, somebody else was ready to go to Paris. But yeah, yeah, she yes, ready to sir. go to Paris with the dude. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Great, great. Hey, that's a great reference, man. I like that case. <laughs> Good stuff there. Good stuff. Uh, all right, guys. You got anything uh, you want to, uh, you know, uh, touch on there? And, uh, nah, that's, that, 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 that's, that's it. I, I hope it worked out for. <laughs> yeah, caught up. Yeah, hey, caught up. Yeah. So it's for, for if I didn't if I didn't say it already, listen. Hey, closed mouth don't get fed. Tell that man how you really feel about him, and then uh, you know be prepared for for uh, you know the good or the bad. But you gotta let him know, or you you will never know. All right, good stuff there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna uh, we're gonna move on to our next segment, our most popular segment here, and that's the uh, Eric Scott's uh, entertainment segment. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a quick pause. Uh, we'll be right back. Sports talk with K. Walking East Scott. We'll never had us a good sports radio. Uh, <laughs> how you do that death? How you do that death? New Orleans, Baton Rouge. How you do that death? Let me hear the thing, Charles. How you do that death? Shreveport, Mississippi. How you do that death? Alabama, Atlanta. How you do that death? Florida, Arkansas. How you do that death? Who that? Yeah, they want to do that. Run out all right, guys, um, we got a good one for you tonight. Um, this one I think both of you guys will do well because both of y'all watch a bunch of movies. So what we got tonight, movies. Now, I'm going to give you three actors, and all three of these actors are in this particular movie. Now, because like, okay. you'll see as it goes on, it'll make sense. be like two of them are in this movie but not that one, so you need to know the exact movie okay. that all three of them are in. Now, the advice I would give you don't think it out loud because the movie you're thinking may be down the road somewhere else, and you're kind of giving uh, it away. So, so but gotcha. you'll, you'll follow as they go along. So we got 21 of them on the board, three daily doubles as always. Um, Special K came out wiped the flow with you last time, so uh, he's going to start <laughs> off. <laughs> we, but I think you'll do better than that, Special K. We got 21 of them on the board, three daily doubles. Uh, go ahead, K-Walk. All right, give me uh, number one. 
Number one. Now, keep in mind, this is a movie that all three of these guys are in. Okay. I'm going to give you Val Kilmer, Tom mm-hmm. Cruise, and Anthony Edwards. Oh, that's an easy one. That's uh, Top Gun, final answer. That is correct. That is the original Top Gun. So, okay, give me one. Original pleasure. Let me get lucky 13. Number 13. You got Tupac, you got Janet Jackson, and you got Regina King. Oh, man, that's Fine, right? That is correct. That's correct. All right. Um, So that's on me, right? Um, Okay. Give me number uh, number 21. Number 21. We got Tom Hanks, Gary Sinise, and Sally Fields. Oh, that's um, that's uh, Forrest Gump. Final answer. That is correct. You better run for it. Run for it. Run. That's what you get. Should have Diane. Let me, let me get twelve. Number twelve. Number number twelve. We got Bing Rhames. We got Omar Gooding, and we got Snoop Dogg. Oh, oh that's too easy. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm about to give you the five right now. The way you're you gonna you go make them tacos? <laughs> Bad. Uh, 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 baby boy, fine ass. Correct. Also would have accepted Jody Nim. If you said Jody Nim, I would have gave you credit. But yes, that is the correct answer. Uh, okay, well. Taco funny. Taco funny. That was, was funny. All right, give me number 20. Number twenty, number number twenty. We got Tom Hanks, Denzel Washington, and Antonio Banderas. Oh, my bad. No, no, that's right. Yeah, Tom Hanks, Denzel oh. Washington, and Antonio Banderas. Oh, where they in together? Um, mm. I'm not gonna say it out loud. Uh, mm. wow, the only. Are not together? The only one I could think of, Philadelphia, final answer. Is that it? That is correct. Philadelphia oh, is, the okay. cor- is the correct is answer. Is Antonio Banderas was in that? Yeah, he is. Oh, I, yeah. I think it was like a small oh. thing, but he's in it. Uh, Special K, we on you. Me at 11. Number 11. Samuel Jackson, Bing Rains, and John Travolta. Oh my God! Oh, that's that's a uh, Pulp Fiction final answer. That is correct. We got ourselves a game. Nobody has uh, missed. Uh, K Walk. All right, give me number eight. <laughs> number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Dr. Dre, Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett oh. Smith. So oh, I set it off. Final answer. That is correct. So it's okay. <laughs> We get 14. Number 14. Lorenz Tate, Jada Pinkett Smith, Bill Duke. Minister Society, finance. That's correct. <laughs> oh, man, we got ourselves a game tonight. Uh, My off. favorite movie, man. All right. That's a good one, yeah. Uh, give me, I'm trying, let me go 15, one, five. Number Daily Devil. You're both tied up at 20 apiece. 
Yeah, we're we're knocking them out right now. So I'm gonna play these. There's two daily doubles remaining, so I'm gonna go ten here. I'll go ten. For ten. Your clue. Lorenz Tate, Ludacris, Terrence Howard. Ooh, he ain't gonna get this one. No, he he I might not get that. Ludacris, Lorenz Tate. He's still a guy. Ludacris. Ah. Um, I don't remember, man. Terrence Howard. I, was Ludacris a rapper? Hustle and Flow, I don't know. Final answer. Incorrect. For zero points. Special K, tell him what it was. I'm going to be real with you. He only remember the name of but I know what movie it is. They told four different stories in the movie. I know exactly what it is. That is right. The name of the movie is Crash. But you're yeah, right. They it. did. And Don oh. movie, the Rich Tate. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I've seen that thing when it first came out once. Yeah, it's wow. a good That's movie. An excellent movie. Yeah, it is. Special, yeah. Special K, we owe you. We get sixteen. Number sixteen, Ludacris, Terrence Howard, <laughs> Anthony Anderson. Wow, really, Kevin? <laughs> really, Kevin? Wolf Pack Tree. Wolf Pack Tree. Wow! Wow! Hey, so I see hey, what you're saying. I, I, I gave him yeah. warning at the yeah, beginning. You, you don't know them. You I would have got it that. anyway. <laughs> yeah. I think you would have. Yeah, you do that one. Uh, uh, K-Walk, we owe you. <laughs> I guess so. All right. Uh, let me see. Right, you number seven. Seven. Number seven. Denzel Washington, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. Oh. Denzel, Dr. Dre, and Snoop Dogg. Oh, you got him with that one. I know that one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I know all my Denzel movies now. Oh, Denzel's. Oh, that's um Training Day, Final Answer. Oh. You think you could do this to me? Mm, you could too long, boss. Who basketball and Pelican back? Nah, man. 23 hours right, now. Shoot program. Yeah. Jake, I need that Snoop, money. Snoop, yeah. Snoop, 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 Snoop is in the wheelchair in the in the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but you're right. That's correct. Uh, K, we on you. We get seventeen. Number seventeen. Where we at? Anthony Anderson, DMX, and Jet Li. Oh, yeah, I know the name. I can't think of the name of Aaliyah in there, too. Um, uh, oh, yeah. No. Somebody must die. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, nah, Jesus Christ died back in biblical times. <laughs> they actually put him on a cross. Um, that was that was quick, E. That was quick. I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm going to take that with this one, man. I can't think of the name of it. <laughs> Carol, you can steal. Yeah, Romeo must die. Finally, that that is correct. <laughs> Romeo must die. That yeah. is correct. Uh, Carol, where well, are you? All right. Uh, where are we at? Give me number nineteen. One nine. Number daily one. double. Yeah. <laughs> we got I Ti. Up. Okay. We got Idris Elba. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We got. I know. I know. The, I already know it. But let me see. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Five, oh 10, yeah, 15, I didn't ask 20, you how many you were gonna risk. My bad. All right. You know what, man? Right, go ahead. I'm all in now. No. Oh. <laughs> 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 
that's my bad. <laughs> so you got five, oh, oh. you go, you going all 20? I'm all in now. <laughs> oh, my bad. So we got Idris Elba, T.I., and the RZA. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, um, Takers, final answer. That is incorrect. <laughs> that is incorrect. Oh wow! Do you know? Do, do you know it, Spencer K? I mean, you can't see him. No, but you know it? I actually don't. I mean, I think Idris I do. Elba, that yeah, I that that's American Gangster. Show you. Ah, show you. That is American okay, Gangster. Uh, Spencer K, we on you. <laughs> hey man, I'm I'm chilling now, man. Let's see here. Uh, what's left on the board? You know, I got a nice comfortable uh, lead, you know. Let me see. We got <laughs> we got two, three, four, five, six, nine, ten. Nine. Let me get nine. Uh, Eighteen. We got a plethora. Uh, eight. You said number nine. Yeah, nine. Let me get nine. Number nine. Nine. Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett Smith, Lorenz Tate. Oh, Queen Latifah, Jada Pickett, Lorenz Tate. Oh, uh, wow. What is that? Queen Latifah throwing me, actually. Um, I'm pass on this one. K-Walk, you can steal. Yeah, I don't know this one either, man. Um, Lorenz Tate. Oh, I know it now. Uh, Top dog, it. I know it now. Um, <laughs> beat scenes. I'm gonna go on here, yeah. Beat scenes. What'd you say? Beach, beach scenes. Beach theme? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. And I actually know no. the answer because it's written down in front of me. But I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, um, I. I don't even know, bro. I'm just gonna say, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna say. Let, let me see Jason's lyric right. final answer. Clear? Jason's lyric final answer. I don't know. Nah, incorrect. For zero points, Mr. K. What did you think it was? Inkwell. Nah, it's actually Girls Trip. Yeah. They go to New Orleans. Oh yeah, oh, the Pete The Oh wow. K. K. We on you. All right, give me uh, give me number four. Number four, number four. Ti, Keith David, and Big Boy. <laughs> ATL following. That is correct. It is the ATL. Uh, so, okay, we on you. Big boy, get your rule out. <laughs> <laughs> little big brother, little big brother. <laughs> uh, let me get uh, what's that? Let me get uh, my. At 19 gone. Let me get uh, 18. Let me see. Is 18 still out there? Yes, it is. Number 18, Idris Elba, Paul Walker, and T.I. That's takers. <laughs> Fine ass. Fine We're takers, gents. That is correct. Uh, K-Walk, where are you? I'm so done, yo. All right, there's a daily double out there. Not that it's going to help me, but give me number 10. Number 10. Number 10. Number 10. Queen Latifah, Samuel Jackson, and Tupac. 
Queen Latifah and Tupac. What the heck was Tupac and Queen Latifah? Um, Samuel Jackson. Oh, 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 oh that's uh, Juice, final answer. Yeah. You Negative. got the Juice? You got the Juice now? Yeah. No, Juice is correct. That is Juice. Sam and that? Yeah, Sam. Never mind, never mind, never mind. I yeah, got you. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Special K, we on you. Um, ain't no high numbers left. I tell you what, we got, we got two, two three, three, five, six, and six. That's all I have. Uh, yeah, that was all of them. Two, three, five, and six. <laughs> There's a daily double. Yeah, two. Well, let me get five. Number five: Val Kilmer, Robert De Niro, and Al Pacino. Oh, you don't know this one. Val Kilmer, Al Pacino only playing mm-hmm. gangster movies. So, that's Godfather. One of my movies. No, no, that's not Godfather. Uh, is that King of New York? Final answer. Incorrect. K Walk, you can no. steal it. Yeah, that's the my my team is playing tonight. That's Heat. Final <laughs> answer. That that is correct. Uh, let's see. K Walk, we owe you. We got two and three. One of the daily double. <sighs> Come on, I'm not going so good. So I'm gonna take three. Daily double. Right. Now this is telling me how oh, many you risking. Let's see. Special K yes. has five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. You have five, Ooh. ten, fifteen. Five, fifteen. All right, I could tie this up. All right, let's do this. All in. Like I had you a all in. <laughs> like I had a choice. You're <laughs> clue. Samuel Elliott, Samuel Elliott, Keith David, and Patrick Swayze. Got him. <laughs> Who was the first name again? Keith David. Same dude. Samuel in, Elliott. Um, and um, in ATL. Sam Elliott, Samuel, Sam Elliott, Patrick Swayze, yeah. and Keith David. Okay, it's Patrick Swayze. Keith Elliott. Keith Elliott is the uh Keith David. He was I mean, the dude Keith David in, in, the... In, in in ATL when we did ATL a few minutes ago. He was oh, he okay, was okay, New okay. News Dad in ATL. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's how I couldn't think of it. Uh, Val Kilmer, you said? Oh no, no. Man. Patrick, ah. Patrick Swayze, oh, Patrick Sam Swayze, Elliott, Patrick Keith David. Yeah. The other white guy. Okay. Um <laughs> I don't know, bro. Uh, I don't know. Patrick Street is not ghost. It's not dirty dancing. It's not. Re- I was going to say Roadhouse. Final answer. I don't know. That is correct. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves a tie game. K Watt was down 0 0 uh, three. Oh, and he just came what? back and tied it up. Special K. What? Game seven. There's only Uh-oh. one two left. And it belongs to you. Don't miss you the shot. You, you ready for the game? Val Kilmer, Kurt Russell, Sam Elliott. I'll give them to you again. Val Kilmer, Kurt Russell, Sam Elliott. Oh. <sighs> wow. Uh, 
Um, you can see it on, on Prime. You can see it on Plex TV and also Voodoo. She plays Abigail, and the name of the film is called The Curse of Abigail Proctor. So, yeah, we like to, you know, support our friends and support the show. If y'all want to go out mm-hmm. and have a look at it, again, it's called The Curse of Abigail Proctor. It's on Amazon, Prime Video, and Voodoo. Um, K-Wop, I know you like to leave us with something. So um, unless, you know, you want to get into something else with these last few minutes we got left. Now, we'll, we'll leave it here, E, because, you know, the game is on. I know, you know, game six is uh, – I mean, game six, game three is on right now, so we'll, uh, we'll leave it out here. Um, so, But, yeah, I do have something for you. Um, so uh, what, what I have for you this evening is um, uh, be sure you put your feet in the right place, then stand firm. Okay? I am K-Walk for E. Scott for Sports Talk and with K-Walk and E. Scott on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. God willing, we'll talk to you next week. And thank you, Kay, for joining us, brother, for sure. No problem, man. And you don't stop, keep, keep it on.